Morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning, Joby. How are you doing today? Excellent. <laughs> we are enjoying day three of Fun Valley. Yes, we are. You know what? I'm hoping for sunshine today. Well, we had a great day yesterday. That's right. But you know what we did? We all sat around anticipating that it was going to rain <laughs> at a certain time. Yes, we had a ball yesterday. Mm. I'm hoping that Sammy will tell you what uh, we got to do yesterday that was hilarious. Sammy being Samantha Jo Glasscock, our uh, daughter, who is the uh, foreman of the work crew at the Fun Valley uh, for the week. Uh, how you doing, Sam? Great. How I are, love those oh, expressions, oh. those facial expressions you have. Yes. I love the way you look. <laughs> Too bad our listening audience can't see it since it's a podcast. Okay. Sammy, what uh, have you enjoyed most about uh, Fun Valley this time? Uh, well, we just got here, but I would, and we were anticipating that it was going to rain all day, every day. And yesterday we got uh, very lucky that it was sunny all day long, except for the fact that we just kept waiting for it to rain. So we didn't do a ton. Um, so today we're just going to think it's not going to rain and just go ahead. Introduce us to your family. I feel like your listening audience already knows my family. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like I am the a listening repeat, audience. I am a repeat uh, person on the podcast, so I don't feel like okay, I would want to dumb it down repeat for your loyal Go listeners. Ahead and, uh, your husband, I'm Joe. I'm single now. I'm single now. I, you know, I'm hoping you, this next stage of my life is much more interesting. Yes, I don't have a family. They all died. Cruz and Nana's bed in the bunk. Okay, there you go. <laughs> So, uh, your husband, Joe, you got uh, Jack, the oldest, Cormac next, and then Augie as your six-year-old. What's special about Augie's week? Um, Well, he's only five still, but it's his birthday this week. He might not live to see six, but we'll see. (laughs) Yesterday, an adventure your mother alluded to. Oh, yes. So, we kept realizing that it wasn't going to rain, so Joe suggested that we get out our... How long do you think it is? About six feet? Yeah. Six foot blow up, like, I guess it would be like a raft boat. It has a full bottom and sides and take it down the Rio Grande River. So we did that and it was really, really fun and silly and um, hilarious because we kept getting stuck on the rocks and we couldn't figure out how to steer. It was really funny. Thanks for being our first guest on the fun day day of uh, podcasting. Let's trade places with McKenna here and let's uh, get acquainted with the Johnson family. So you're the first of four Johnsons to come in. McKenna Johnson, introduce uh, our podcast audience to you. Hi, I'm McKenna. I'm part of the um, Johnson crew. There is how many of us? Five. Five? Five. I have a little boy. His name is Crew, and he is two. He's pretty fun, and this is his third year at Fun Valley. Little boy, Crew, is off the charts in intelligence and activities. Have you been told that? A few times. Well, maybe not off the charts, but I've gotten that people feel he is... He's very smart. He and I think he is. He's he's a bright little boy, and I'm very blessed. Tell us about your father, Jason, who is very smart. Yeah, my dad's a very smart guy. 
maybe that's where it passed down the family tree. Um, he is a mechanic, so that's always awesome to see and learn from when he's working on various things. Um, he's a very, very smart and funny guy. He's very witty. You like him? Yes, I love him. He's a great guy. No, everybody's supposed to love their father, but yeah. do you like him? Yes, I like him. I do. Lots. Yeah. How do you and your mom get along? Good. We get along great. I mean, sometimes we butt heads because we're similar in a lot of ways, but she's a great lady too. Janae, she's my older sister and she's 28 and living in Vegas. Mm. Yeah, so we don't, I don't see her too often, but she makes her, her way to Arizona when she can. Is Jace coming? Jace is your brother. Yep, Jace is my 18-year-old brother, and he's coming in, on the 1st, I believe. He's flying into Durango, and we're going to go pick him up. I saw him uh, on Facebook. He graduated from high school. Where's he going to college? He's going to college at ASU, and he will be studying architecture. Um, he got a full ride to ASU because of his academics. Oh, so he got his daddy's smarts, too. Yeah, he, he got my dad's smarts, I think. What do you like least about your dad? I'd say... That's a hard question. Well, there's so many. <laughs> Close to a lot. Um, Maybe... How smart, oh, not how smart, but how, what's the word I want to say? How easy it is for him to learn. That, and maybe that he's just a smart Alex sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, and it's hard to take him seriously, or him to take you seriously, if need be. So what do you love most about him? I love most that he is very supportive, he always has been, and he is the center of our family. No question. No, they're just, uh, it's funny how we all met and uh, how close we've all become. And um, they're just great people. A lot of fun. Always a lot of fun. And yes, her dad is hilarious. Hilarious, I think. His humor is so dry that it's just, yes, he is very funny. Thank you, McKenna. Thank you for having me. Steve. I know you as Sandro. What's your last name? Sandro Lini. And uh, you are part of the uh, Fun Valley family. How many years you been coming up? I think this is our sixth or seventh year. I think we came the same time the first year. Augie, uh, for his first birthday, I think, was uh, whenever we arrived. But we were here probably two or three years before we met you. Why Fun Valley every year? Uh, I'll tell you the truth, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's just where everybody congregates and that we come here and good people, good friends. It's kind of like smoking. It's hard to put it down. Huh? Yes. I know yes. we had a debate about it and Joey Blascock said, uh, you mean we're going to go with Augie not going to uh, Ramon's for his birthday? So that seems to be a ceremony that attracts. That's true. Yeah. It's a good place to... Introduce your family to us. Uh, my wife, Carrie Lee. And my boy, Reed. Hey, I like that Reed, man. Has he grown? Just a little bit. He's like six foot two or three, and he's only he's almost 16 years old. So, <clears throat> Talking to him last night about basketball, he uh, 
he may have a future there. He might. It just depends if he wants to play because uh, sometimes he gets tired of all the typical politics with the sports and like everything else. Where were you born and raised? I was born in Illinois. Where? In Ottawa, Illinois, but my parents moved out here when I was just a little, still a baby, so I actually was raised in Phoenix, Arizona, but everybody talks to me with my accent, think if I say I'm from Oklahoma, they'll agree with me. Yeah, when I was in the service, I'm obviously from Southern Illinois, and they thought I was from Texas, you know, we got that draw. A li- yes, some of us do. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do you do, uh, nine to five? Nine to five, I'm a power plant worker in a uh, for Salt River Project in um, Phoenix, Arizona right now, but I've done this trade for like the last 30 years. We work on turbines, anything big, big heavy rotating equipment. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you've worked on? Well, probably the gas turbines. Mm-hmm. The gas turbines are steam turbine rotors. Some of the nuclear plants are real big, so. How is the power situation in Phoenix area? Seems okay, but I mean, as, mu- as much as they're building, they're going to have to build new units sooner or later. They're not going to be able to keep up. I think that's going to be most places. Every once in a while, you hear where some states lose their power. Is there any chance of that for Phoenix? It's all possible. Some of those states, they lost it because of the pa- the infrastructure on the power grids and stuff like that being older, but... And like the one in Texas, I think they had they were relying on a lot of renewable energy. And then if they get, that stuff's fine and dandy, but if you get a couple cold days or something like that happens, there's not much you can produce. What do you like most about camping? Not having to be anywhere at a specific time. <laughs> you get to do what you want. What do you like least about it? Probably loading up the trailer. Yeah. It's like a weak job. Yeah. And the last thing is the sewage hose. Very true. Hey, Steve, thanks a million for the visit. Thank you. Have a great time. See you next year. Yes. And now we're visiting with Gene Irwin. How you doing this morning? Fine. How you doing? Well, I left my seeing eye glasses in my pickup that my wife took to the shower. So I'm here at my neighbor, Christy Johnson's, borrowing her readers so I can see. Okay, so you are going to be a Johnson seer today? Yes, I'm going to see everything through Christy's eyes. Tell us about your family. Um, I have four children. The oldest is 26, 25, Reed will be 23 on the 1st, and Kendra will be 21 in September. They'll all be here, won't they? Uh, No, uh, my youngest is here, my youngest son and daughter, Kendra and Reed, and then um, my oldest just moved into a house and just had a baby six weeks ago, and then on the 1st, my son, my oldest son, is going to have his second child as well. What do you do from 8 to 5? 8 to 5 in the weekday, I work for a home builder. I'm the vice president of operations. And uh, how is the home building industry? It is really crazy right now. Prices are inflated. Lumber's inflated. It's hard to get appliances because of uh, the pandemic. So uh, it's really a difficult time to be in home building. It's a good time because sales are really well, but it's a difficult time to get materials and commodities. You like your job? I love my job. I've done uh, home building. My dad was a contractor. Um, I, he used to take me to work with him when I was five years old, and it's always something different. Mm-hmm. You, are, you and your dad were very close? Yes, my dad's still alive. He's 85 years old. He lives in uh, Franktown, which is Franktown, Colorado, which is about 15 minutes from Parker, Colorado, where I live. 
And that's just outside Denver, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably a 30-minute drive south on I-25 from Denver. Well, you don't have far to drive to come to Fun Valley. No, it's about a four-and-a-half-hour drive. Um, we stop a couple of times to get gas and use the restroom, but it takes about four-and-a-half hours. What's your best memory with your dad? Probably hunting trips. Um, he would take us, or me, um, it was me and my sister, he'd take me uh, camping, and we'd go hunting, uh, whether it was small game or, or deer. Um, we in, grew up in Arizona, Lake Havasu. We did a lot of hunting in the Wallapai Mountains. What was your best kill? Probably, um, it was probably, a, it was a six-point buck. I was probably in seventh grade, mm -hmm. and probably not my best, but probably my most memorable. What's the future of hunting in America, do you think? I think with the fishing game, cons the way they monitor and conservation, your, your hunting and fishing license going right back into conservation, I, I think it'll be good for a long time. Yeah. Are you married? I am. Been married for uh, to Sharon Irwin uh, for 30 years. Uh, we met in seventh grade in Lake Havasu uh, Junior High School. Uh, dated, didn't really date. We were just friends until... Uh, our senior year in high school and uh, then we we got married and been married ever since so you actually never gave her a chance no no it was a small town and uh, I looked pretty good at that time even though <laughs> even though uh, there probably was better options what do you like most about Fun Valley I think it's there's no cell service the the kids are riding bicycles they're exploring fishing and it's just kind of like going back in in time if somebody always asked me what do I think of it I refer them to the movie Dirty Dancing and the, when they went to that camp at summertime, it reminds me of that. Just good, wholesome family fun. Gene Irwin, thanks a million. Thanks, Joe. Great talking to you. Christy Johnson, we got the camera on you now. You're being filmed live and direct. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> Fresh out of the camper and ready to go. Yeah. Hey, uh, you're loaning glasses, I understand, today. I am. My neighbor and friend needed a pair of... Uh, glasses to be able to do his dishes hey i think we've been caught by your husband i know he's back yeah he's back hey we've got a interesting perspective on the johnson family from uh, your daughter so i uh, want your perspective uh what do you like most about fun valley oh my gosh good clean wholesome fun mm -hmm. like just like the name fun valley but it's just one of those things that kind of one of those places you make memories and you come back year after year and experience the same things and watch your kids grow up and then your grandkids. It's just a great experience. Introduce us to your kids and grandkids. I have three children. I have my oldest daughter is Janae. She is 29. She lives in Las Vegas. She's unable to be with us this year, which is kind of a bummer because I love having all my kids together. But uh, Janae's the oldest, and then next is McKenna, who's 21, and she is actually living with us, and she just graduated esthetician school, so she's kind of getting her start in her lifelong um, dream of helping women look beautiful. Mm. And then there's Jace, our youngest, which is our son, and he just turned, well, no, he's 18, going on 19. He is getting ready to go to ASU in the fall attend college and um yeah he's a great little kid but we also have a little bonus we got little crooby doo oh man <laughs> two years old he is mckenna's baby mm -hmm. our first grandchild hopefully not the last mm -hmm. and uh yeah love him what a unique 
young man he is. Uh, way two years old, and I swear he acts like he's six. <laughs> he is. He's got an old soul already. Mm-hmm. He really does. Very, very smart. I know he's got good taste because he was at the table. He came into our camper this morning, just crawled right up, crawled right up to the table, and he was playing with something, and he reached over and handed it. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. I saw him go into your camper, and I thought, oh, boy. Yeah. But I figured he'd have fun. Your boy uh, <clears throat> is uh, getting ready to go to ASU. Yes. And uh, we've got to shout out his uh, intelligence. He must be a very intelligent young man. He really is. We're super proud of him. He's literally, since I think about seventh grade, never needed help with homework, getting his work done. He's been straight-A student, took all um, AP classes. He's got. He's actually a sophomore in college because he's already completed so many dual enrollment classes in high school. So he uh, has just been phenomenal. He graduated... Um, magna cum laude from high school full ride scholarship to asu he's pursuing architectural engineering good market yes very good market how did you meet your husband interesting enough i met my husband he was one of my brother's best friends growing up mm. he's four years younger than me a little bit of a cougar there for me but mm-hmm. uh four years younger and he you was- got him in diapers <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, I knew what I wanted, right? Yeah, <laughs> Way yeah, back yeah. then. You checked the diapers. I did. I did. But no, he was my brother's best friend. So they hung out all the time. He was always over at the house hanging out with my brother. And years later, years later, my brother said, you know, you and Jason would make a good match. You should go on a date with him. And I just about fell out of my chair because I felt like that would be like almost dating my brother. It was mm-hmm. very weird. But I said, you know what? What the heck? Mm-hmm. Let's try it out. So we did. We went on a date, and the rest is history. In one word, describing. Loyal. That's probably the biggest thing. Like a good motor oil. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which, by the way, he's good at changing. Yeah, tell us about the experience you had coming up. Oh, boy. So this is like year, I don't even know. We've had some breakdowns. Um, we broke down three hours out of our hometown, Luckily, it was up in the higher country, so it was cooler, but he had a cracked radiator. Um, He was able to remove that radiator. A friend of his ran down to the valley, met somebody else, got a new radiator, brought it up, and then they put it back in his truck. So he's an amazing mechanic. How is it being married to a Mr. Fix-It? It's amazing. (laughs) It's actually amazing. All my friends are jealous. I like to boast about his uh, accomplishments but it really is he's seriously talented and it makes life wonderful evelyn has a leak under her sink would you mention that to him i will he'll be right over he'll be right over chrissy you got a beautiful family thank you thank you if there is a foreman to the fund valley family this year it's joe glasscock how's your fund valley week going so far oh this place is special it's beautiful so relaxing. We look forward to it all year. It's everything we hoped it would be. How many years have you come up? We came up the first year. Jack was maybe eight months old. So that was 10 years ago. And then we skipped some years. I don't know. I'd have to do the math. I bet I bet this is seven. It's probably our seven. There's a certain amount of freeness in here. Freedom for the kids, isn't there? Oh, yeah. Letting them riding their bikes around and not have to chase after them. It's really nice. 
you're a teacher at everything going with the uh, virus and the, and the school situation. Well, we're going to be starting up in August and um, going into it. Students want to wear masks. They can. It's optional. And But we're getting right back into the classroom. All the teachers are pretty much all vaccinated. And I know a lot of the high school students are vaccinated. But, uh, yeah, we're just planning on business as usual for the most part. Joe G is my uh, son-in-law, and he has given to Evelyn and me three very, very special young men. And uh, each one of them excel in their own area. Augie, of course, is Augie. He's never met a stranger. Cormick is uh, the artiste. Uh, he's uh, quite uh, a personality. And, of course, Jack has uh, thrilled all of us this year. You have been very instrumental in Jack's archery. Uh, describe the progress that Jack has made. Oh, he's made incredible progress starting less than two years ago. I set up some bales of hay out in the backyard, and it's fun to go out and watch him shoot. He has a really excellent coach at school who has a professional background in archery, and and uh, so fortunately Jack was able to learn without making too many bad habits, and the ones that he, he makes, we we're pretty sure we can help him with next year so he can take it to the next level but yeah fantastic pro progress but those of us that know jack know that he's got it in him to do great things when he sets his mind to it whenever he uh, participated in the world championship what were your feelings that day he first started with the bullseye and um, did not shoot his potential but still ended up doing really well i think i think he ended up 12th 13th or 14th overall which is exceptional but we've always just encouraged him to try to do his best and and his goal was to meet or exceed his personal best and he didn't do that um so i, I mostly felt bad for him but um he recovered very well in the 3d that happened later that day and um did shoot his personal best which ended up being good enough for fourth place overall so it was it was really exciting. That was fourth place in the world. Did you ever imagine that uh, that would happen when you handed him his first bow? Not at all. Not at all. Very exciting because literally every week he progressed and got better. He really peaked at the right time there at the competition, and um, and again he he has a really fantastic coach that gave him a lot of opportunities that prepared him for that. Coach actually gave him a 3D animal to bring home to practice on and brought him along to a, an indoor competition that, that helped him prepare for the, the indoor tournament as well. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely uh, sort of unexpected yet expected just because we know the kid. Well, he's also involved in the small bore rifle competition. He is, he is, and, and he's really been excelling through that, and that's been a really great program lots of great coaching as well he loves hitting that bullseye you know and he understands the value of technique and works on technique and and uh, really perseveres we're excited for it to start up again in september so what's in the future for joe g got these three kids watching them funnest thing i get to do like living your uh childhood over again i'm just going to continue teaching and watching these guys grow and try out different things and just be there with them. Samantha, she's fantastic. 
Uh, we have a great life. We're very, very happy. You have to be proud of her wedding planning company. Yeah, that too has been just like Jack's adventure. It's been really remarkable, but she's she put a lot of effort and groundwork into it, but it's really exploded. And the best part about it is she loves it and enjoys it. Joe Glasscock, thanks a million. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Jason Johnson. If there has to be a foreman to this Fun Valley family, you and Joe G have to battle for honors. How you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah. How many years up here? Uh, this is our tenth. Yeah. Tenth year. How do you uh, gauge this one with all the rest of them? Oh, it's it was off to a rough start, but with the radiator issue, but so far so good. Great weather. Tell about the technical part of your radiator. Uh, we had a broken tank, so the newer vehicles have plastic tanks on them now. So pulled in to stop to get some food and noticed water dripping out. And after a little investigation, found out Papa. that the tank was cracked, Papa. so there were no no fixing. Papa. Mm -hmm. Papa. What? You gonna say hi, Ku? So you're uh, working with a power plant Papa. down in uh, Phoenix Papa. area. Yeah, I work for one of the two Papa. utilities, Papa. public utilities Papa. in the, in Arizona, which Papa. we service about, Papa. we have about a million, 1.1 million Papa. customers. Papa. And this is my grandson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had him on before. Tell me about what you uh, do w with your company. So I I manage a crew of 22 people that we take care of all the prime movers, we call it, which is the gas turbines, steam turbines that generate electricity. So we're where the power starts. It starts with us, and then it leaves the plant and goes into the distribution and transport transportation side of it. Mm-hmm. So we we work on all the turbines and equipment in the whole valley now, which is quite a challenge for 22 people. What's the uh, promise and the future for power in the area? It's good. I mean, we're obviously everybody wants to move towards mm -hmm. renewable energy, but it has to be done very slowly because there's just no there's no good power storage i mean you can make all the solar power you want but when it goes dark you don't have any it anymore so Papa. once we figure out a way Papa. to store it Papa. but it, we're Papa. in good shape srp's Papa. in really good shape Papa. how long have you been uh, doing what you're doing Papa. oh i've been with salt river project for Papa. 21 years Papa. and Papa. what i do i did previously before i came to work at srp i worked for ge in their gas turbine division. So I've got about 32 years in it. Tell me about your childhood. My childhood was great. I grew up in a small town in Gilbert. Went to all those... Yeah. Went to all the small schools and small town. There was like 5,500 people in Gilbert when, I moved, when we moved there in 74, which I was five years old. And Why did you move there? Uh, I actually moved there because my dad was working at the power plant that I now work at. So he, he started working construction there in 1970, and they built four units, were real cutting edge at the time. 
and so my dad moved us from phoenix we lived in south phoenix from south phoenix to gilbert because he was going to be on a four-year project there little did i know 20 years 25 years later i'd be working for the same company that he worked at when when i was a kid what's your best memory with your dad oh just working out in the shop i mean we thought we were farmers we baled a little hay a little bit and worked in the out in the shop did rod iron did welding mechanical stuff started early for me probably as early as five or six out in the shop with dad is there any chance we to lose power i don't not in arizona we have we're in good shape between srp and aps we're in really good shape i don't i don't see any issues as long as we don't get too greedy and start selling power that we need for our own customers, which is not likely. Because SRP, particularly SRP, is a nonprofit company, so we're not here to make profit. We're here to keep, you know, have reliable energy for everybody at a reasonable price. What's in the future for you? Retirement. I got... I got well. I got eight more years, and then I'm gonna retire from SRP. That put me at sixty. I'll have like twenty. I'll have thirty years there, and I'm gonna retire and travel with these grandkids. Going across the road? I'd I'd like to. Yeah. Yep. I'd like to travel all across the country, and it, just mainly in the United States. I don't. I don't really have a lot of desire to travel abroad. Yellowstone. I'd like to go to Montana, Idaho, all those areas up in there tell me about your grandson this is crude this is my one and only grandson right now he's two and this is his this is actually his third year up here because mm-hmm. he came when he was a teeny tiny baby he came he was two months old and then he came last year when he was one and now he's two well jason have a good time here and uh, take care of crew he's uh He's the background uh, music for our podcast. Yeah, thank you. We get to visit with Carol Lee Sandrolini. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Carol Lee? I'm good. How are you, Joe? Good, good. Carol Lee, you've been up here uh, half a dozen years. What do you think of this year in comparison? Mm, it's wet, mm. very wet. You ever see a rain like it was the other night? No, scared the bejesus out of me. And you were driving in it. Well, I wasn't driving. I yeah, was in the backseat. You, you were, you were, you were driving at it. Whoever had the wheel, you know. I was the calm in the storm. I know when we came up, even dry land, Evelyn dislikes the trip up here. So, how's everything going in your life? Good, real good. No complaints, like in the valley or here. Uh, yeah, in your life. Oh, fantastic! No complaints. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, what about uh, your childhood? Tell me about your youth. Mm, I had a good childhood. My parents had acreage and horses, and we lived on 15 acres in the valley, and I had a good life. I wish I had given my son that same life. Phoenix, the valley at Phoenix? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Born in, well, I was born in Scottsdale, raised in Chandler. When did you meet Stephen? Um, probably around 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were the circumstances? Um, I knew Jason. And him and Jason were friends. Oh, so introduced by a buddy, huh? Yes, exactly. Yeah. What kind of guy is he? He's a good guy. Good dad. Good husband. Tell me about your kids. Just one. Your kid. 
one. No, you got two. You got Barrett. You always bring with you. Yeah, he's like a pseudo child. Yeah, we don't we don't have him this year. But Reed, he's good. He's fifteen. Just got his permit. Going to um, Arizona College Prep next year. I can tell you that he grows because I see him once a year, mm-hmm. and my gosh, he's shot up. Yeah, six two. Yeah, how tall was your dad? My dad was pretty short, probably about five nine. Really? Yeah. I had a college coach who told me that he always determined how tall a boy would get by looking at the boy's mother's father. Oh, interesting. No, my dad was my dad was like five nine. Yeah. Yeah. You and your parents get along all your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still girl. alive? Uh, my mom is. Yeah. My dad passed away when I was pregnant with Reed. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad. We always have that, uh, gosh, I wish he would have known yep. him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I wish he would have. Yeah. Well, how about your relationship with your mom now? It's good. She's she's living up in Sholo now, so I don't oh. get to see her much. But, yeah, I have a good relationship with her. Joe G's got a cabin up there, so we're kind of familiar with Sholo. Yeah. I'm glad. She moved up there about two years ago. They like it up there. Carly? better. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carly, what's in the future for you? Um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, we're building a house right now, so, yeah, with the Johnsons. You know that. Yeah. Same street. Um, I don't know. Steve's probably got 10 more years of working, and I probably got, I don't know, maybe eight. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully some traveling. Where are you going? Uh, wherever, wherever the RV takes us. You don't have any specific? No. Mm-mm. Well, have a good trip. Have a good travel. And thank you, Amelia. Thank you, Joe. Carolee Sandrolini. What a great name. <laughs> thank you. And her boy, Reed Sandrolini. Reed, how you doing? I'm doing all right. You about graduated from high school, aren't you? How much you got left? Um, I'm going into my sophomore year, so... Really? Three years. Three years yeah. left. Yeah. And you are... Six, two. Oh. Two, two inches isn't that much, so you can go with that. We talked a little bit about basketball. Is that a possibility? Yeah, I'm coming up this season. Hopefully, I didn't have a good season last year, so hopefully rebound on it with a better one this year. And academics, which one do you like the best? Uh, definitely math. I'm more of a math kid. Just numbers click with my head. Really? How does that work? It never did work for me. I don't know. It's just it's a lot easier than every other subject. I can just kind of go into that class, and it's just easy. Yeah. And you're going to major in what? Um, hopefully engineering, uh-huh. uh, aerospace or mechanical. Were you uh, planning on lighting whenever you get all done? You got a part of the country you want to live in? Um, maybe somewhere back east, like in the country, like Indiana or something. I don't really want to go out of the country. Kind of want to stay in the U.S. Why the Midwest? Um, my mom's always been a country girl, and I'm kind of rebounding off that. So I just think it'd be cool to have like a farm or something back there. Let's look at uh, Reed uh, 20 years from now. What will you be doing? Hopefully having a steady job, making steady income, and living the best life I can be. Coming to Fun Valley? Yep, hopefully, if I have a family of my own. Good deal. I'll be here waiting for you, Reed. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Reed. Reed Sandrolini. We continue on with the Fun Valley family, Sharon Irwin. Hi, Sharon. Hello. What's going on? Well, right now we're just shoveling some rock, taking care of a mud mess in front of our campsite. You are the wife of Jean? 
Yes. And we got to talk to Gene. I think he was the first one on our podcast. Uh-huh. Quite an individual. Tell me about him from your perspective. Well, I've had my eyes on him since the seventh grade. <laughs> and um, we started dating our senior year in high school. Been married 31 years, four kids, and almost four grandkids. Introduce us to the kids and grandkids. We have Natalie, and she's married to Alec and has two little boys, Camden and Avery. And then we have Wyatt. He's married to Carly and has a little boy, Briggs, and one coming this Thursday named Wesley. And then we have Reed. He's a college student, and Kendra is a college student. I got to talk to Kendra the other day over the campfire. She's quite an interesting young lady. Yes. Yes, she is. She's our baby. She's quite special. Yeah. <laughs> Babies are. Yes. Hey, uh, you do quite a good work in your regular nine to five or maybe six to two job. <laughs> uh, tell everybody what you do. I pay the bills for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. How's the team doing? Well, we're hoping to build a better team. So that's being worked on right now. <laughs> is that any different than every year? No. Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. So what about the COVID? Is it all over? Or are you still battling with that, the COVID? Um, no, we still are battling. They're still trying to get more of the players on board. and But all the front office has been vaccinated now, fully vaccinated. So we're ready. And hopefully we'll have a wide open season with full stadium. In your life, what you most most proud of? My family, mm. my kids. What are you anticipating uh, down the future as far as uh, goals or aspirations? Um, I just want to make sure that everyone in my family is always happy and healthy, and that's my main goal in life. Any chance you'll get Aaron Rodgers? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Wouldn't that be a great one? It would, but I have no control over that. <laughs> Sharon, you're awfully sweet. you got a great family, and... They're very neat. Thank you. We love you. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Kendra, see how easy it is? Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Kendra Irwin, daughter of Jean and Sharon Irwin. Kendra, tell us all about yourself. Uh, Right now I'm going to school as a communication major at Arizona State University Online, and I'm working at Starbucks. So they're actually paying for my college. So I'm just doing that and going to school. Where did you... uh, get into the Starbucks family. How did you do that? A kid from church actually told me that he was working at Starbucks because they were going to pay for his college. So that's the reason I ended up applying there. And that's working? Yes, I love it there. They're very good to their employees. What's the uh, greatest day for a Starbucks? Let's see, you're more than, they don't call them baristas. What do they call you? I'm a shift lead, so it's a step up from a barista. I like am a key holder, is what some places call it. So I have a key to the store, and I am in charge of the all of the people that are working that day. How have you enjoyed your high school career? I really liked high school. I like college a lot more, just because I, especially online, I can pick and choose when I do my classes, and I can do my work schedule around that. So I like college personally a lot more. But I did really enjoy high school. Is it a struggle for the, I know financially not, but for grades? No, I haven't struggled so far. Um, Arizona State Online does accelerated classes, so their semesters are half as long as normal semesters. So that was probably the most challenging part was getting used to the fast-paced classes. But now that I'm used to it, I enjoy it more than the normal classes. How is life for uh, your teenager? How's life for a teenager in the Phoenix era? It's good. It's Corona's definitely been weird, and it's it's nice to be getting back to things and getting back to normal, but it's been good. 
10 years down the road, what will Kendra Irwin be doing? Uh, my store manager actually wants me to have my own Starbucks in the next year or two. So 10 years down the road, I hope to have a very successful Starbucks and be doing that, hopefully, if everything goes well. You willing to move locations? Yeah. Yeah, he said that wherever I wanted to go, if my family ended up moving or if I wanted to move somewhere else, he would help me get settled somewhere else. So the location is not set in stone. I could go anywhere I want. How many years have you been coming to Fun Valley? Uh, I think this is our ninth or tenth year, I think. Mm -hmm. How you like it? I love it. We have friends from Texas here and then obviously these guys from Arizona. And it's awesome. Some of these people we don't we only see at Fun Valley, so it's really fun to come back and see them. What was the question you didn't want me to ask you? <laughs> I don't know. I was just nervous for this. <laughs> You've been perfect. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Kendra. <laughs> thank you. Read Irwin. Show him how a professional can do it. All right, let's do this. I'm ready. <laughs> Tell me about yourself. Um, so I just graduated Colorado State in May, and I work on a ranch in Wellington, Colorado now. We run about 1,600 cows, and we farm over 36 pivots, so thousands of acres of farming. A lot what, of fun. What's a pivot? A pivot is the tall sprinklers that have the wheels. They're all independently moving, oh, so they're a real pain to. Yep, they're a real pain to maintain, but they water pretty good. So, so it's you're a real cowboy. I'd say so. I'm trying to be. Yeah. Is that what you want in life? It is. So I actually majored in agricultural business, so I'm doing my dream job right now, and I'm loving it. Where is it? It's in Wellington, Colorado, which oh, is about 25, we stayed there. Yep, 25 minutes out of Fort Collins. Yeah, we stayed there. Yep. We, In fact, we uh, camped next to a bunch of uh, Clydesdales. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. It's a really, really cool little town. It's a nice area. Ten years down the line, what are you going to be doing? Um, 10 years down the line. Um, let's see. I'd hope to probably be married by then. Got a girlfriend right now. And, and I do. And where is she? She couldn't make it. She had to work this trip. But She's dating another cowboy while probably, you're gone. Huh? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope to be started down my way of making the life that I'm working right now for myself. I'd like to be my own boss and work towards that. An uh, average day. Describe your average day on the farm. Okay, so the average day, I wake up and go to work, and I'll load five four-by-four four bales, which are about 1,700 pounds apiece, onto a semi-truck and drive. We open-range our cows, so I'll drive out in a semi and put it in first gear and jump on the back and start throwing hay out to these cows in the field, and we'll feed just around two to 400 cows a day, and that rest are open range and grass pastures, so we'll just kind of do supplemental feeding with alfalfa to keep their nutrition up. So you just let the truck do its thing? I do, yep. We're in a wide open pasture with nothing to hit, so I'll jump on the back and cut those bales open and let them fall. So you call it a four by four bale? Yes, sir, so it's four feet tall and four feet long. It's a uh, round? It's square. How many do you put out a day? Uh, about four to five, depending on where I'm headed for the day. Hey, everything's going good in your life? It is. I'm very happy right now. Yeah, I'm glad you put all these other people to shame with your interview. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Reed. Well, Miss Evelyn, we've had an opportunity to meet the Fun Valley family. Yes. Yes. They're a group, aren't they? Oh, man. Yes. We don't see them but once a year. Um, but it's always a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Is that the reason they named it? Fun Valley? <laughs> um, I don't know about Fun Valley <laughs> being that fun. But uh, these people are full of life and always 
you know, and they cook themselves. I mean, you gain 10 pounds just the week you're here. Yes. Well, we can't close the Fun Valley broadcast out until we talk to the three little imps, Jack, Cormick, and Augie. Oh, that's right. I mean, the most important guys. Yes. They are. And we're visiting now with Cormick James Glasscock. Uh, Cormick, what do you enjoy most about Fun Valley? I enjoy all the trees and the gift shops and all the fun things that I get to do out of Fun Valley, too. Have you met any new friends here? My brother has, but I haven't yet. Maybe next year. Yeah, or possibly this year. Oh, yeah, good deal. Thank you, Cormac James. Okay, how do you like Fun Valley? No, I'm supposed to do it. Don't do it. So, um, this 25 shooting is is our winner, is um, our best shooting um, partner is from Arte Arte. It is um, Jack Cocker, and he's going to be on our podcast today. Thank you, Augustus, for that great introduction of your big brother, Jack Hawker Glasscock. Jack, how you doing? Good. Uh, we're at Pagosa Springs. Um, it's like a mineral water hot spring, so there's a bunch of pools, and you just, like, chill in them, healing waters. We sneaked off from Fun Valley. Uh, how do you like Fun Valley this year compared to the others? Um, I like it more and less in different ways. I like it more because last year it was terribly windy. We were setting up, like, cabins to shield the wind. And this year, I like it more because we don't have that problem because there's a lot of rain this year. There was a lot of rain this year. We've had to get, I think, three truckloads because of flooding at our camp of dirt. So are you making friends from across the country? Fun Valley is a campground, and Fun Valley is in Colorado. So I made a friend that's from Texas, and I'm from Arizona, and we've been hanging out. You plan on meeting every year? Sure. So, Jack, <clears throat> I want you to close out the broadcast in the most professional way. I'd like to say thank you for everybody that was on this podcast. We are broadcasting from Fun Valley in Colorado, and we'd like to say thank you for our sponsors, KOA, um, Toyota, I think, and Depends, Lowe's, thank you, and bye. See you next year. See you next year, or next week. When do we have a broadcast?